Welcome. I'm Connor Beaton. And on this week's midweek mini mini episode, we're going to dive into a pretty hot topic, which is why do men pay for sex? And is it okay? Now, obviously, this is a, a pretty loaded topic. And I imagine that there is going to be a lot of commentary around this one. Uh, so I will post this audio clip on uh, man talks on the uh, on my Instagram account. So if you want to weigh in and share your perspective, share your story, share your opinion on this one, uh, please look for that at man talks on Instagram. Or if you are one of the men who are part of the man talks community, I'll also be posting in there uh, to have a little bit of a dialogue around this because this is a big topic. So over the last few years since I started man talks, uh, especially in the last couple of years, I seem to be getting more and more questions in my direct message from women asking me about you know men that they're dating, uh, paying for sex or having paid for sex in the past. Uh, guys come out and work with me at the at the men's weekends who have been unfaithful, uh, who have experienced infidelity uh, by using prostitutes or paying for sex or paying for escorts. And this seems to be something that's coming up. And recently uh, through Instagram in one of my stories, I put out the questions because this is a part of a new series that I'm doing, which is questions with Connor. And I said, hey, what questions do you want me to answer? And I was going to answer them sort of rapid fire and go through. Uh, but what I realized is that a lot of the questions were much bigger questions that that need a little bit more explanation. So I will be doing uh, more of this on a regular basis, answering your questions through these mini episodes. So if you're interested in that, please subscribe, please follow along. Uh, either on the podcast or and through uh, Instagram. So let's dive into this. Let's tackle this. Oh, and, and just before I get in, quick reminder, uh, we have the men's weekend coming up uh, on the Sunshine Coast in British Columbia in March. It is almost full. If you are interested in joining uh, or if you're interested in sending someone that you know, please do so because we are almost sold out. So let's dive into this. Why do men pay for sex and is it okay? Well, I'm going to answer the first question first and the second question after. Uh, so why do men pay for sex? Let's just go through a few of the reasons. First and foremost is power. Uh, sometimes men will feel like they aren't able to really have the type of power or control uh, or dominance that they are looking for within the context of their relationship. Whether that's that they feel as though they aren't able to fully express themselves and bring that forward within their marriage or their relationship uh, or in their dating life, they aren't able to bring that level of power or control or dominance forward within their uh, within their sexual encounters. Uh, or they are looking for someone to have power and control over them. Uh, and you probably see this or we can see this in a lot of um, a lot of men that are in very high powered positions. It's a very common thing. And not not all men, obviously, but it's a very common thing for men that are in extremely high-pressured, high-powered jobs uh, to seek out women or sexual encounters where the other party has sort of complete control over them. Uh, it's like if you've ever seen the show Billions, there is Paul Giamatti's character and his his wife is sort of like this dominatrix and the the actual show Billions starts, if I remember correctly, with Paul Giamatti being completely dominated by his wife and she's sort of like in this BDSM outfit and full leather and, you know, he's completely tied up, etc. So depending on the man, it 
the the paying for sex can be about a power dynamic, an exchange of power, either him trying to claim some form of power over that woman, because of course, when you are paying for sex, you have a uh, you have largely your sort of pick of what is going to happen. So you get to say, I'm going to exchange money for getting exactly what I want sexually. This is where a lot of men uh, have their fantasies expressed. It's where they have power and control over getting to say exactly what they want to do to a woman or what they want to have happen to them. Uh, And it's an opportunity for them to really explore that part of themselves. And maybe they don't feel like they can do that within their dating, within the context of their relationship. And uh, for some men, this is a about really letting go of control and eliminating the risk to really having to be vulnerable within the context of sex. And this doesn't have to be uh, within paid sex, but I've, I've noticed a, a, a really big theme in the sense that with specifically with paid sex is that it's the difference between fucking with love and fucking without love. And for a lot of guys, being able to have sex, being able to uh, engage in that act with love involved can be a very challenging, threatening scenario. And when someone pays for sex, there is a sense of um, knowing, there's an understanding that no love is going to be involved in that, that no sort of emotions are attached to it. It is just the physical act of fucking in some way, shape, or form. And, and yes, by the way, this podcast is going to have some uh, swearing in it. I mean, we're, we're talking about paying for sex. So <laughs> if you're listening to this, you're probably okay with that. Uh, okay. So power is a big, big part of it. Either having power exerted over you or wanting to gain some sort of power over another person. There's many reasons for this. I'm not going to dive into that. Um, but from a lot of the men that have that I've worked with over the years that have come out uh, to men's weekends or that I've worked with one-on-one who have paid for sex, um, this is a big part of it. The next one is risk. So for some men, they are looking to get a thrill sexually. And there is a risk of getting caught, whether they're married or in a relationship or single, the thrill of engaging in prostitution, of paying for sex can be the thing that is sexually exciting. Now, often the men that are uh, appeal, that, that, that this really appeals to, that find the act or the, the thought or the fantasy of paying for sex sexually exciting uh, and thrilling, usually there is some form of sexual trauma, sexual um, sort of risqueness that happened in the childhood uh, that that has that has transpired that has caused this this need or want or desire to sort of be sexually risky in order to uh, to really feel like you are sexually engaged. So it, it can be a riskiness. The next one is a, a sense of low low self-esteem or low confidence. So a man might feel like they can't get what they want uh, from dating, from their relationship, or maybe they feel like they aren't deserving of it without having to pay for it. So this is, you know, in in some areas, um, another version of like cuckolding, uh, if you don't know what that is, um, basically it's where a man is desires to have his wife or uh, his partner, the, the person that he loves, uh, engage in sexual activity with someone else while he watches. So this this sense of low confidence can be there for a number of reasons, but regardless of why it's there, a man 
that that engages in prostitution and paying for sex might be doing it because he has a story or a narrative uh maybe maybe that's played out through his dating life that he can't sort of quote unquote get what it is that he wants uh sexually in his relationships or in his uh dating life and so he has to resort to paying for it uh the next one is efficiency now this one <laughs> obviously isn't the in the sort of like sexiest one or most psychologically sound one. Um, but I have seen and encountered quite a few men who are excessively busy uh, that travel around the world a lot. And, uh, you know, and, and there is an efficiency to paying for sex that pulls out the act of having to go through a whole bunch of dates, uh, you know, with, with a man or a woman and see if you are, you know, sexually compatible, if there's interest, if, you know, if if what you're wanting to explore is even on the table, et cetera. And so for some men, there's just an efficiency to, I'm going to get my sexual needs met. I know that there is going to be no attachment there. I know that that other person, man or woman, isn't going to want anything from me. And that is it is a simple transaction. And so it distills sex down to a very simple transaction and it can be seen as very efficient. So that is another reason why a man might pay for sex. And one of the last ones that I want to address is specifically when a man pays for sex and he is in a relationship, whether he's uh, married or just in a long-term committed relationship, et cetera. First off, that may have been a behavioral pattern that started before the relationship started. So, you know, a man may have been single for a while and he got into the habit of paying for sex for whatever reason. And that habit was, you know, when something happened in the relationship, it was either hard to break uh, or, you know, when conflict came up in relationship, he wasn't too sure how to deal with it. And so he sort of went back to uh, back to you know, paying for sex. Um, but one of the things that I've seen time and time again is that uh, and this is so, so, so true is is the saying that men cheat to stay and Oftentimes, what, what I've seen countless, countless, countless times when there has been infidelity in a relationship and it's the man who has been unfaithful is that something is missing within the context of the relationship, whether communication is broken or you know connection has dwindled, uh, that, that spark or that flame has dwindled. Uh, a man, maybe a man feels like he hasn't been able to bring his full desires forward, what he's wanted to explore with his partner, uh, you know, out of shame, out of, uh, you know, feeling embarrassed. Uh, maybe he's been rejected about it, et cetera. Um, but, um, but generally what I've seen is that men will often feel content with their partner in many ways, except sexually, and they will feel repressed in some way, shape, or form sexually, uh, and so they will, out of a uh, out of a means of trying to maintain the relationship and trying to maintain the family system or whatever it is, they will go outside of the relationship and pay for sex as a means of getting their quote unquote needs filled, rather than going through the the arduous task or uh, rather than sort of dealing with the conflict that it would mean to bring their full form of self-expression 
uh, sexual self-expression into the relationship. And so these are some of the reasons why a man might pay for sex. Now, I'm sure that there's other ones out there. Like I said, I'm going to post this uh, hopefully in the on, on Man Talks in the um, on the Instagram account. So definitely check that out uh, and weigh in on why else you think a man might pay for sex. But this brings us to the question of, is it okay? You know, is it okay to pay for sex? Uh, you know, obviously, if you have the agreement that you are in a committed relationship and uh, there, you know, there's, you're faithful to that one person, then the answer is very clearly no, right? Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, not okay because you have an agreement and a commitment to that person. Uh, and, and any form of going outside of that commitment is, is a form of infidelity. Um, and if you are in that form of a relationship, that it really is about bringing your sexual desires into the relationship. And what I see far too often is that what, what, what can very quickly happen in a relationship is that one person, man or woman, will bring their sexual desires into the relationship. At some point, they'll, they'll sort of muster up the courage to bring that forward. And maybe it'll get rejected. Maybe their person's not too sure if they want to explore that. Uh, you know, maybe there's some hesitation or some shyness around it. And that individual that's brought their sexual desires forward feels a deep sense of rejection for that. And so they never bring it up again. And it starts to build resentment. It starts to build hostility. Passive aggressiveness comes into the relationship and they give up. They give up on having the type of sexual intimacy and, and sexual dynamic, whether it's a power dynamic or role-playing or fantasy or whatever, that they really are craving within their partnership. And this can be compiled over you know, a long-term relationship where kids are involved and et cetera. The aim here is to be able to be a little relentless you know, if you have found a partner that you know is willing to engage and explore, that that wants to uh, explore their own desires with you, which is a really important part, uh, then then absolutely continue to bring it forward. So, is it okay? I mean, if you're in a committed monogamous relationship with someone, obviously not, because you're breaching the agreements of the relationship. And if you're thinking about going outside of the relationship and paying for prostitution and paying for an escort or you know sexual acts, et cetera, it's probably because there's something within you that wants to be expressed, something within you that wants to be experienced by another person, that wants to be seen by another person. So the work here is to start to bring that in an integrated way, first understanding it yourself. And again, this is where working with someone can be very powerful so that you understand what that part is. You know, Far too often, rather than seeking understanding, we as men will often go outside and make the error first. Uh, and 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 you know go down the path of infidelity rather than seeking the understanding of why we're wanting to experience and express something in the first place. So is it okay in the in the confines of having an open relationship with someone or polyamorous? You know I think that that's really up to you and and the and the and the confines of your agreement within the relationship. I don't have many examples of people where. 
you know, really polyamorous open relationships are functional and long lasting. Um, I know that there's some people that are more in the mainstream culture, even the personal development culture, people like uh, Aubrey Marcus that talk about their open relationships um, quite regularly. And and even then, it seems like they're very challenging um, because there isn't a, a main uh, sort of staple or source uh, where where someone is getting their needs met. And I think that we all sort of crave and desire that in some way, shape or form. So, you know, can it be okay? I, there's, there's sort of a moral answer to this question where, uh, you know, I think in countries where sex work is legal and is something that is open for both men and women to explore, uh, you see sexual crimes going down significantly. Uh, you see things like STDs going down significantly. Uh, I think that it opens up sexual expression in a way where, you know, we in North America sometimes don't have. This isn't me advocating for uh, sex work, by the way, or prostitution. This is just me sharing some of the facts and data that that's out there. So, you know, I, I think that what this really brings me down to and brings me back to is we have a culture in North America of sexual repression. We are inundated with sexual repression. I mean... I remember my my first girlfriend uh, after high school in university telling me about how she went through abstinence classes and wasn't taught a thing about sex at all through school. And that's just not a good form of education for any human being. Like sex is going to be a part of almost all of our lives. And we need to have some form of a foundation of understanding of how we operate as sexual beings. And so, you know, part of part of the reason why it's so important in order to educate our children and educate ourselves around sex and intimacy is so that we don't go down this path of exploring in unhealthy ways the parts of ourselves that we don't understand or that are hidden from us or that are kept in the dark. So... You know, I think that there is a validity in some way, shape, or form. And we, I talked about this uh, with a few guests on the porn episode of Question the Rules earlier on uh, last year. Um, you know, there, there is a valid case for opening up sex work. And there is a valid case for empowering people to be able to express themselves sexually and explore uh, within the context of what they're really wanting to experience. Now, that is based on the assumption that we're doing it from a healthy place and a lot of people aren't. A lot of people are fetishizing their childhood abuse or the childhood wounds and that's you know leading to some very dysfunctional sexual situations. Um, so <laughs> I think the last part is really hard to answer. Like, is it okay? No, it's probably not okay if you're if you're in a in the context of a monogamous relationship. Um, you know, if you're single and you're in a country where it's legal, and and you're wanting to explore sexually, are there other ways to do it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, can you go and pay for sex? Yeah, you can. You can do that as well. But I think really getting down to the why behind it is the most important piece. Whether you are someone who is wanting to do that, wanting to explore it, have explored it, really getting down to the why, right? Moving past that, well, I just wanted to, you know, have an orgasm and, and get off. Well, move move past that part, like. What's behind that that's causing you to want to go and pay for sex? Is there a part of you that feels like you, that you don't deserve genuine intimacy? Is there a part of you that doesn't believe that you'll ever find a partner 
that you can explore with sexually and expand your sexual horizon, right? Is do you understand your own sexual palette, right? There's so many different parts of ourselves that we can explore sexually that I think a lot of people never really allow themselves to open up to. And so they they feel like they have to go outside the context of the relationship or they feel like they their only option is through pornography or, you know, uh, buying uh, you know, women or men through uh, these cam sites, right, where you can, uh, you know, have have another person uh, in do, doing what you want on on video camera or paying for prostitution or, or paying for sex in some form. So a lot of this, you know, can come down to one simple thing, which is a lack of understanding and a loneliness. And I think that if we can start to move in that direction of understanding uh, what our what our loneliness is really seeking for, and what our sexual desires and sexual nature is wanting, and that might require you, you know, having guidance with a therapist or a coach or or something like that. Um, we we'll be able to have an integrated sense of sexuality, and we'll be able to create the type of relationship that we want because we'll be able to have clarity on exactly what it is that we want from our partners sexually. So. This has been Why Men Pay for Sex and Is It Okay? So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Please voice and share your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear it. And until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.